Welcome everyone to the Chell Stars podcast. My name is Corey. With me is Kyle and Max. Just the three of us today. So I will try not to fight with Kyle too much and Max won't have to babysit uh, too much today. When we left you off last time, we were in the midst of the second round playoffs and we made our predictions. So Today, we're going to talk about just how wrong we were <laughs> and attempt to make some better third-round predictions as we head into the conference finals. Uh, we also have some fun uh, trivia from Max coming up later on. And we also asked uh, our viewers uh, who we thought who they thought uh, was a cup favorite of the four teams left. So we will share the results with you later on in the show. But uh, without further ado, I'm going to throw it to Kyle to kick us off. Perfect. Thank you, Corey. Welcome, guys. It's going to be a cozy episode with just the three of us. Um, Second round of the playoffs is done, and so are all the Canadian teams, which I know was disappointing to at least one of you guys. Um, I think we'll jump right into the series we knew Toronto was going to lose last time we talked. So they ended up winning a game and ended up losing a game as well. And they finished the series 4-1 to loss against Florida Panthers. Um, what happened to Toronto? Well, Matthews didn't score a goal all series. Uh, Nylander, I think was Marner. Yeah, neither was, neither <laughs> Marner or Tavares. Uh, I'm singling him out a bit. Uh, I do want to also point out before I forget, I think almost all of us did say Florida would win in five, except for yeah. Kyle. He, <laughs> you thought it was uh, game seven <laughs> that Toronto would uh, come oh. back to a game seven and then ultimately fall in game seven. That would have been yeah, something. yeah, but I but I also predicted that Florida would win the Stanley Cup when we did our Stanley Cup predictions. So I mean, it's true. we all knew that was a sarcastic. You just wanted pick. like the worst for them. I kind of did, which I which, respect. <laughs> thank you. They they're still whining about that no call on Gudas Ooh. in the Ooh. overtime, which uh, and then the no well, goal or I was whatever. Say, let alone the no no goal. I didn't actually see. I didn't watch the game until overtime so i didn't actually see that was it a good goal or well because to my understanding it was under his pad so they couldn't confirm it, it right that's the issue is that we don't there was no conclusive footage uh that showed the puck across the goal line from what i could see from watching the game and they spent about 5 6 minutes looking at it oh that's tough so it's just one of those where I think they it was no goal on the ice, so it wasn't really so enough to it, yeah. overturn it. Yeah, that's tough. And I think the only angle that I saw where I definitively saw the puck was in the net was when Bobrovsky was standing up and the whistle had blown. Yeah. So, but the Leafs fans will whine. Either way, they did tie it up in force overtime. So good for them. That's purpose. That goal didn't mean that much. <laughs> they still had a chance to win. It still would have been the game winner, but well, no, that would have been like the tying goal. 
Fair uh, which Neilander yeah. did later on anyways, but then yeah. time came and they failed, so. Yeah. Now they're going to have a great summer, and it's already <laughs> kicked off with lots of drama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Corey, thoughts? Um, when we have 40 million tied up in four forwards, you expect the production from them, and it's the nature of things. Players get hot, players get cold. If they're all cold, well, that's what happens. I think with this team, it's what, six, been around like six years now with this core? Like six or seven, yeah. <laughs> right? You, you'd expect change because with not having any deep runs is pretty disappointing. I mean, that brings up our fan question for for the week. <laughs> Corey, do you think that they're going to blow up uh, their core, their core four? And who do you think they would trade? I honestly don't see them blowing it up, nor do I nor do I really think they should. I don't think they should trade Matthews, uh, Marner, or Tavares. Maybe look at Nylander. Yeah. yeah. But my gut my gut says they don't trade one of those four. I don't think they would get the value back that they would want to is the only issue. Um, I think that out of anybody, yeah, they'd trade Nylander because he, his contract is by far the most movable. Mm. Mm-hmm. One issue with keeping them around um, is Matthews. Firing. Is uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Matthews is uh, UFA next summer, so he is eligible to get you know start extension talks. I think it's July first this summer, but right. you do not want to risk losing him for nothing. Mm. Definitely not. And he's definitely going to be looking for a hefty pay raise. Uh, so that's really the main well, issue here, I think. Uh, they're going to be in tough because if they have which. I assume they will have a good regular season heading into the playoffs. If Matthews is unsigned, that's a tough situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, he he'll be make he'll be the highest paid player in the league after this after after his new contract. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Hurricanes Devils series, very dominating victory as well. Hurricanes over Devils, four games to one. Um, Devils, well, obviously they only played fantastic in one game, but other than that, the Carolina Hurricanes structure was just too much to handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. series was interesting. The first, well, four games were all blowouts. Game yeah, five was the only close one. <laughs> wasn't there a goalie pulled in each of those? Four <laughs> games? I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it like was what? just like yeah, and even Carolina, like Anderson got pulled in that blowout by New Jersey. Like it was just blowouts every game. <laughs> yeah. Quite the series. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive though that that Carolina just keeps on chugging along with a uh, bunch of no name wingers in their in their top six. Well, the hero of that series, Jordan Martinuk. Yeah. yeah. 
was like, unreal. He had a few games stretch there where he had what was the how many goals was it in? Just incredible scoring rate. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So you need. I think that kind of just shows what kind of team the Hurricanes are, and you need you need those kind of performances from players. So. Yeah. He's been on the team for a few years now. Kind of one of those like role players. So. Yeah, he was on waivers at the start of the season too. If I if I'm not mistaken. No, you're right. That's correct. Mm, yeah. yeah. So incredible turn of events for him. Obviously, I don't think Carolina wanted anybody to claim him. I think it was more like cap moves than anything else. But at the same time, uh, he's having the time of his life right now. He's performing way better than he has uh, all season. So really? maybe we'll see him carry that through to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Any more thoughts? Oh, sorry. Uh, I don't think this is the last of New Jersey, too. I think... Oh, uh, good point. Can, oh, definitely. We not. can agree there. They they seem to be an up up and coming team, and they took a lot of strides. And I'm really impressed with Jack Hughes. I think that he's a Absolutely. phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he's definitely surpassed my expectations. I had. Um, what a what a phenomenal talent and a likable character too. Oh yeah, really really smiley, bubbly personality, <laughs> which is exactly what what the league needs more of because uh, yeah. not everyone can be serious business like Crosby and stuff, which mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a place for all those guys in the game, but it's fun to get a bit different. But yeah, like, like you say, it's not the end of devils. They're going to be back next season, hopefully with a better goaltender um, mm-hmm. or at least Akira Schmid playing uh, a bit more consistent. Cause as great as he was in the first round, he, I mean, but, both him and and Vinicek start struggled in this round, so we could be looking at a move this off season for for a goalie would be super interesting. But I'm sure we'll talk about that in the coming months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll move over to the Stars and Kraken series. Um, did you guys watch Game Seven? I did for uh, most of it. Put my eye on it. Um, yeah, well, this is how does that work? Yep, that's. Yeah, this is one of, or Game 7 was one of the uh, games I watched, like, start to finish. And Jake Ottinger played unreal. Same with uh, Heiskanen. Just that, ent- uh, and, and, and Rupa Hints as well. He's unreal. Hints dominated. Hints <laughs> dominates. Saw. Yeah, no, he's doing unreal as well. And, I, like, every line of Dallas was just playing perfectly. Seattle came back into the game with, like, Five ten minutes left, and they're starting to put a lot of pressure on. They end up getting a goal and breaking the the shutout, but still dominant victory. Um, Dallas played played like ah, oh, just, just such a great game um, by them. They they played perfectly. Their strategy was on point, and I think they beat Seattle at their own game. If I'm being honest, Seattle looked like they were lost mm-hmm. up until about ten minutes left in the game where they realized oh shit we got to get some stuff going here so but also grubauer as well deserves a shout out he or shout out not a shout out <laughs> not not again um he he deserves a a, a, sh- a shout out just for how how awesome he was in the first period and a half um honestly the whole game but the first period and a half he was on his head just mm. trying to trying to will his team into into uh into the conference finals. 
So I'm super impressed with him, especially the past two regular seasons he's had. Just absolute dog water. So, <laughs> You know, I look at Dallas, and there's a team that I wouldn't say flew under the radar, but in terms of the West, everyone was talking about, I would say, uh, Vegas, Colorado, Edmonton. Edmonton, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we forgot about Dallas, but they have, they are missing no pieces. Like they have all the pieces of a championship team. And especially looking at the teams that are left, like great goals, like Kyle, like you just said, great goaltending. They got a number one D with high skin and surrounded by other good D. They got uh, a mix of the, we've, we've talked about it before, but veterans and young forwards. You got Robertson, Heinz, you got Pavelski, Sagan, Ben, like, they're, they've put together a great roster. And and somebody who's flown under the radar as well is Max Domi. Playing unreal these playoffs in a third-line yeah. role with... Uh, yeah. with he, for most of this round, he was playing with Pavelski and Dadanov. I mean, you forget about Dadanov, but he's been around the league a while as well, and he's yeah. able to do all the little things and... and Both were uh, yeah, trade deadline acquisitions, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some sneaky oh, little business. Yeah, Super impressive. And and if you look at the numbers, Robertson's not playing well. He's he's mm. kind of snake bitten yeah. right now. So okay. their best goal scorer is not producing yet, and they are in the mm-hmm. conference finals. Just imagine if he takes these next few days and is able to 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 reset and bring that scoring touch into the conference finals that he's been missing. I mean. As much as he hasn't had any luck with with finishing his chances, there's a very good chance that that luck turns around real quick. Good point. Yeah, it's almost like he's kind of getting a bit more targeted um, than his teammates. You can see Hintz and Pavelski are going off right now. Oh, just popping off, yeah. So, yeah. I think oh. it's the worst thing yeah. right now. <laughs> but, but I think Seattle is also a very bad team for him to face because he's such a good shooter. Um but Seattle just will block every shot they can. So, I mean, at least in Game 7 when I was watching, like, like he got the puck in, in a good spot a couple times, but just that split second it took for him to get the shot off, there was a Seattle guy diving over there to, to block it. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if Vegas is able to, to do the exact same thing and shutting him down. You know what Seattle is for me? They're the uh, New York Islanders of the West. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're actually fast and they're actually interesting. So younger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not just a bunch of slow Yeah. Old vets. Yeah. Cool guys yeah. but somehow win. But cool. Yeah. yeah, they're the I kinda like that comparison, but it'd be like a new age New York Islanders. Like... <laughs> yeah. Um Shall we move on to the Vegas Oilers series? Oh, we shall. Heartbreaking one for every part of Canada except for Toronto because I think most of the country rallied around this team. Um, Edmonton Oilers losing in six games to the Knights. Um, I thought this year was the Oilers' year. They were playing so good in the first round. And do you guys know what happened? I mean... I'll say two factors that I think contributed. They didn't get enough five-on-five scoring. And two, 
Uh, I don't think Skinner was good enough. Those uh, are those really are good points. Very good. <laughs> he's a, you know, he's a rookie, so you know he's still a rookie. We forget that. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't play, yeah, well enough for a team to win in the playoffs. Yeah, so. and it, and it sucks that Edmonton didn't trust Campbell enough to go back to him because Campbell, if you look at the advanced stats, he actually had a very good goal saved above expected mm. for the playoffs. But he just yeah wouldn't get played. <laughs> They just didn't play him because he was not consistent at all in the regular season. So I understand it, right? But it's yeah. tough that that Campbell puts himself in that position. Um, yeah, with his play this year, like it, like not to blame it on him moving to a new team and everything is is tough. But but they really needed their uh, their five million dollar goal, six million dollars, six million dollar goaltender to play like a six million dollar goaltender. Yeah, and I, w- I would have liked to see Campbell get a chance in that second round. In hindsight, I would have as well, but at the time, I, I didn't trust him either. I mm. figured for sure in the, their do-or-die game six, he would have started. I think Skinner got pulled pr- he did get so pulled. many times that series. Well, he got pulled in that last and game, And he also too, got right? pulled in game six, so like... And they he let in a goal what thirty seconds in. Yes, Edmonton responded back, but he let in like that's just not gonna gain you any confidence. Like that yeah. was a mistake. You knew it right away. Minute into the game. Oh, that one I was I, I was I was watching that and they scored super early and I was mm-hmm. like, No way. Yeah. No way this is how it how it ends. And um Three times you got pulled that series. That's oof. <laughs> in six games. Yikes. <clears throat> similar you... to yeah, similar to Toronto as well. McDavid and Drysdale. Dry, I mean, Drysdale definitely showed up. McDavid wasn't a no-show, but you would have kind of liked to see at least him take over one or two games. And just win it for them, and not just farm points off the power play for some of these games. And that's all they really did. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not entirely, but but that's I think where most of their points came from was the power play. And I was talking to, to to a guy I work with about Vegas, and I was like, the only way Vegas will lose a series is if they keep taking penalties. Mm. Sure enough, they play a fairly disciplined game and uh, win game six. So, but Also, we can't take anything away from Vegas. That is a solid effing team right there. Oh, yeah. Marcia So is playing out of his mind. Like, just everyone... Eichel's definitely... playing fantastic. Eichel's playing the I... best hockey of his life. That's Yes, absolutely. And the whole team is just a deep team. Like, they've always been just a deep yep. team. They've got their uh, pieces... And then also we got to give credit to their what fourth and fifth string goalies with um, yeah. Aiden Hill, not Brissois and Hill, like yeah. playing good enough to win, and Edmonton did not get that. So credit where credit's due. Uh, and that was the main concern for Vegas going into the season. I remember us talking about it a lot is their goaltending. We had them yep. lower in standings because. Yeah. No Laner, who's so if you think about it, Laner, Thompson, I mean I don't know if you have Quick as like their third stringer or if you have him as their fifth stringer, but yeah, basically their fourth and fifth third and fourth 
or just very low on yep. the uh, yeah on the depth charts are the ones that are winning that series for them because Aiden Hill played great. Did mm-hmm. I predict he would he would win Rookie of the Year? No, I, I predicted he'd win some sort of award, um, or maybe like Most Improved or something. But, um, so yeah, that was. Sorry, you're saying, Max? Yeah, so to give some more context into the 5v5 scoring, uh, Vegas overall outscored the the Oilers 18-9 to at 5v5. Um, mm. You look at the, some of the top guys, though. Jack Eichel was on the ice for eight uh, 5v5 goals for and only one against. Marshall Zone, 9-2. Wow. Barbashev, 9-2. Wow. Barbashev, deadline pickup. Wow. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the whole <laughs> roster kind of just dominated, uh, especially at the advanced stats as well. So it was not a good showing for, you know, the Oilers in comparison, their top guys getting the opposite treatment. Yeah. And that was a tough series for Dreisaitl too. Um, I don't think he scored very much in that series. I think he only had one. Yeah. After having what twelve in first twelve in the first series, and everyone was calling him. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna beat the record and everything. Yeah, which unfortunate. I mean, at least he took over the first round series. I uh, like. I always expect the the star players to take over the first round series, and then it'd be more of a team effort the last couple series. So, I think he did his job. I think is just. The depth couldn't keep up, and mm-hmm. getting tomahawk chopped boy doesn't help either. That was bad. <laughs> the fact that Nurse and Petrangelo got the same number of games blew my mind. I get yeah. Nurse is like is like a, a mandatory one game, but they could have rescinded it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the video at all, so I I don't really know, I can't really speak on it too too much, but. Just the fact that Petrangelo got the same as Nurse doesn't make sense. Cause, it's ridiculous. Because the only video I really saw was just like the actual fight itself, not the leading up to it. There, That should not have been an instigator at all. I thought mm. it was just two guys wanting to go. I, from what I, I didn't watch the whole clip, but I've heard a few things online about it. And like the whole series, they've been kind of, I think it was Hag. Yeah, yeah. They've been him and Nurse have been going at it. So finally, they dropped the mitts. But like, even so, like at the face-off before that all happened, um, Nurse and Hag were like, you know, basically accepted the fight there, and that's what Stone said in his uh, post-game interview. So like, so Stone said that in a post-game interview. Yeah, the other team's captain is basically saying that he consented. And and the Department of Player Safety just (laughs) neglects listening to that at all and does not rescind. Wow. Like, Also, the Department of Player Safety is just corrupt. I do not understand any of their punishment system. Oh. I want to know why they rescinded the ones during the season because you can't really just take an anecdotal evidence from what players say. There's, I want to know the reason that they've rescinded previous. Yeah. But, I mean, I do, I do agree. What do you expect when someone blatantly slashes your star player? That's the reason Nurse was fighting, right? Yeah. Like one of one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. I know it's like in the rule books, but if they're rescind, I want to know why they rescinded the previous ones and not this one. 
Yeah, it's just weird. And yeah, they they never give like a really good explanation as to why they hand these no, out. It's was... like, yeah, this is happening. <laughs> One game. Because I remember back in in like in the Brendan Shanahan era of Department of Player Safety, they would always release a little video that was like, yeah. this is what happened, this is why we decided it, and and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, no, I don't know, I just feel like there's no accountability and no consistency. You know what, uh, you know what they should do? Now that Shanahan is president of Toronto, he should release an explanation about why every time they lose in the playoffs, <laughs> a bit about why, why they lost. <laughs> just going over the game tape with Marner being the one exactly commentating well. it. So I was uh, I was trying to make a fancy move at the blue line, and we went offside. And I was trying to dump the puck in, but it got banked off the player's shin pad. Yep. You see, Goo yeah. is here held by this guy's stick. Yeah, yeah, Goo is held by this guy's stick. That. Yeah, just... <laughs> yeah. And then he then screamed in the rookie goaltender's oh, face. That was, that was kind of the best. <laughs> I kind of love that a lot. Like, yeah. Why him? I would, I would be so terrified if Goo was screaming in the yeah. face. Right? If Goo screamed at me, I would in my pants and block out. <laughs> we shall move on to the conference finals now and get our predictions underway. Um, we'll go back to the East first. We have our last seed Panthers facing the Carolina Hurricanes. Max, what are you thinking for this series? Man, this is this is a, these are both going to be tough series to predict, and I can't wait to be wrong for both of them. <laughs> uh, so whoever I say is going to move on, just so you know. Uh, I think because I watched the ending of the uh, Kachuk game, the Florida Toronto game. Um, same, Kachuk, same, Max, same thing. Yeah, well, it is, <laughs> but yeah, um, and. They they asked them in the post game interview about facing Carolina. He did allude to the fact that they they're very similar teams and like you know aggressive forecheck. You know they at least in the playoffs they really don't let you have none and they counterattack and any mistake you do they'll capitalize on. So this can be a very interesting series for that. Who can do it better? I think Carolina does have the depth and they just even though well their depth. <laughs> is injured um but it's really rising to the occasion and i think it's gonna go the way it's six or seven games carolina it's a very close call though because bobrovsky is playing very great carolina in seven you say yeah let's go seven bring max, the chaos max is uh yeah <laughs> he trusts rod the bod to get them through <laughs> Corey, who do you got for that series? I got Carolina in six. Um, astute uh, analysis from Max. Um, don't have anything else to add other than my gut likes Carolina, and they have for a while. Uh, and I like the way they play, and they've got a solid track record. So, um, games in the six. Games in six. Okay, well, I'll go against the green on this one. Um, I'm gonna say Florida. I gotta stick. I, I gotta stick with that with that pick. Um, 
they have done nothing to to tell me otherwise. Uh, Mac Matt Kachuk is playing out of his mind. Markov is starting to show up this series. Or Hagee's playing awesome. Um, you say that Carolina and Florida play very similar games. Um, I think that Florida's going to play it better. I think they have more skill. And that, that tenaciousness is going to carry through to the Stanley Cup final for them. So Panthers in... Oh, no. <laughs> Panthers in six. When I'm out, six games. Yeah, yeah, especially because Florida would then be at home that game. So, yeah, and and, and Bobrovsky's playing pretty good. So, I hope that honestly, if Bobrovsky gets into the Stanley Cup finals this year, I think he'll be worth every single dollar out of his contract. Ooh. Yeah, we can no longer make wow. fun of it. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit, maybe but a little bit. If, it, but it, yeah, but if they lose this round, then then they'll make fun of it. Although I'm very impressed. With that. Wow! Final series to predict: we have the Golden Knights and the Stars. Corey, I'll let you go first. Um. Is a really good matchup. Two very solid, deep teams. My prediction will be Dallas in six. However, I think it'll be very close, very close games, close score, physical, uh, feisty. Face offs. Um, <laughs> But uh, Dallas in six is my prediction. It's also a 2020 rematch. It's true. It is. It is a 2020 rematch. Was was that? That was in bubble year. Cause... It was, yeah. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah. And Heiskanen played lights out that, that year as well. So. Wait, was DeBoer mm. the coach of Vegas then? DeBoer oh. was... That's interesting. You know, was it a lot. Oh, no, that wouldn't have been Gallant. I will. I'll look it up while you tell That'd us be interesting. yours. Um, I think it's going to be Dallas as well. This is a really nice looking series too. Both heavy teams, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. really see the feistiness, as Corey said. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say six as well. Uh, but Vegas should not be taken lightly. I can easily see them winning this series um it's really going to come down to i think goaltending because it could be a very i would say low scoring series they're both teams that like to kind of really shut things down so in the end do you trust ottinger or aiden hill thompson might be back quick i think i'm going with ottinger in this case Mm, that's fair that's fair um just to confirm DeBoer was the head coach of Vegas when they lost to to Dallas. He was hired halfway through that season after getting fired in San Jose. And he was obviously fired 
at the end of last season when Vegas missed out on the playoffs, so he has a little bit to to work towards there. Um, you know what? Just a quick. Can I just say something quick? Yeah. It's so surprising the the short time Vegas has been around, the amount of success oh. they've had, and they've been through so many coaches already. With <laughs> Galant, Tabor, um, uh, there was another one, right? They have Laviolette at one point. No, um, no, they have Cassidy now. Is it only three? Galant, Tabor. Like it's more than three. Cassidy. I thought there was one more. I thought so too. I'll I'll look it up. Sorry. Because it's been what six seasons for? Oh no, it's just been the three. It was oh. it was Gallant for three seasons or four, kind of four seasons. DeBoer for three seasons, and then Cassidy for this season. Okay. Hmm. Still, it's it's it's, it's still a lot. Three, three head coaches in six seasons, basically. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Anyways, Kyle, your your prediction? Um, this is a tough one for me because I really want I really want Dallas to win. I really want Dallas to win. I think they're a young, fast, exciting team. I love Hints, Robertson, Heiskanen, Ottinger, and. Above all, I really want to see Pavelski mm. and Jamie Ben win Stanley Cup. <sighs> but I think I gotta go Vegas here. And I'm gonna go Vegas in six games because if they go to seven games, there's no way. The Boar's losing because he is <laughs> apparently a game seven god. If you look up his stats, he's seven and zero. Seven and zero in game seven. <laughs> yep, he just coached game seven. Um, Vegas in six. I think one of Dallas's players is gonna get injured, and it's gonna. It's it's just I don't know. I'm trying to make up excuses because I really want Dallas to win. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, Vegas and six. <laughs> Vegas and six. Okay. Interesting. So you have a final of two teams that have never won the cup. Hmm. Very interesting. Very. Did not notice that. Yeah, because out of the four teams left, there's not a lot of cups between them. I want Dallas to win so bad, though. I really want Pavel Skidio's cup. He's like, I. I hate playing against him, but he's just such a fun player to watch. Yeah. He just does every little thing right. It's fine wine. It is mm. such a fine wine. <laughs> we'll see we'll see how it goes. Um Okay, so I got a final prediction of the Knights and the Panthers. I think Panthers will go all the way. You guys have a finals prediction of the Stars and the Hurricanes. Corey, you're sticking with your preseason pick? Or, or yep. pre playoff pick, sorry? <laughs> yep. Hurricanes over stars is my prediction. And Maxwell? 
Uh, just to be different, I'll go Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. Getting Pavelski is tough. Yeah, let's do it. I like it. So, judging by our responses, Vegas is winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true. So sorry, so true. every fan of the three teams we just said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn it. It. That's per usual. I, sh- I should have said Vegas to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> but in the reverse, jinx would never work, so... <laughs> also, we talk about a lot about Pavelski. We got Brent Burns on the other side on Carolina. That's true. I that would be. I do like that call out for sure. Mm-hmm. Brent Burns. I would love to see win a cup as well. Um, there's literally nobody on on Vegas. I want to see win a cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Spare. Maybe Mark Stone, but he can wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's he's fine without one. What's the last team? Florida? Oh, Florida. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously you want to see Kachuk win a cup. That would be nasty. I don't. You don't? That's because you're Canucks fan. He's going to be lifting it, chewing his mouth guard above yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be looking awful. That's going to be the cover photo for Chell. Yeah. <laughs> awful. How about, how about Barkov? What do you want to see? That him? would be really cool to see. I mean... Not really? No. Okay. I guess Florida's one of those teams where you, where they can all wait. Dude, if I have to watch Luongo lift that cup, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I, I bet he'd come out just to piss you off, Corey. He'd probably be oh, wearing yeah. a Tim full, Thomas jersey, too. A Tim Thomas Florida fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll riot if he lifts the cup. <laughs> yeah. For the record, cheering for Dallas, but guessing Dallas to win. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Um, cool. Alrighty. That's that's all we got for today. I mean, we could talk. Nah, it's fine. Go for it, Max. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we have lots. We have lots of time to talk about everything else. Yeah, well, the long off season. <laughs> exactly. So, for trivia today, it's going off of. Kyle's um, whatever you want to call it format from last time so there's only two of you here I'm not playing obviously I know the list um, you'd still lose well thanks <laughs> Corey and I are that good at trivia yeah this is going to be interesting I think you might rip through them it's a pretty straightforward one it's not some fancy article that I found um, so you guys are going to list the 20 players. So essentially the top 20 single season uh, like point... Uh, how do I say this? I did not practice this. Like the best single season point records. So by points. Um, so uh, there's no duplicates. Okay. No duplicates. There's no the entire 18 Gretzkys. Yep. <laughs> there's no 18 Gretzkys. Those are all cut out. So there's 20 different names. Um, depending on how fast you rip through them, I do have the next few. But I think it could be interesting. So you can go. You don't have to go in order. One, two, three, four, five. You just say a name. Sounds good. Um, and uh, starting, we'll go with Kyle. Nice. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> so I'm just going to be oopsies. Doing I'm this as we go. Yeah, don't ignore that. 
All right, Corey. Lemieux. Nice. Mario Lemieux. Yeah, <laughs> clarify <Lemieux>. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. Um, why do I just like have the worst anxiety over this whole thing? <laughs> it's, I don't want to mess it's up. It's gonna be interesting because they're all very close together. Are they? Yes. Okay. I mean, other than Gretzky, Lemieux. Yeah. They're pretty high. I'll up. go. I'll go topical. I'll go uh, Connor McDavid. Nice. He had the fourth best. Wow. I mean, fourth best if you don't include Gretzky a billion times. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with Yarmir Yager. Nice, yep. He was number seven. If you guys can just keep track of your own score, it's easier. What? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> I got the score. Um... <laughs> oh, I'll go Corey's favorite player, Joe Thornton. He is not on this list. Oh, I thought he was on a million of this one. <laughs> Goddamn. Well, not points. That's okay. Okay, let's go with DVY. Yep, he was number three. Damn. Oh, yeah. Didn't high. Yeah, he had 155 points one season. Okay. Um, At 23 years old. Go off, Stevie Y. <laughs> um, is my boy Joe Sackick on this list? He is what? not. What? Oh my god. <laughs> uh -oh. I'm not good at this. Okay. And I have like we the are... next nine, so he's not even one of the next nine. <laughs> wow. That yeah. sucks. All right, let's go Phil Esposito. Phil is, yep, number five. Ooh. Baby, yeah. He is cleaning. Goddamn. Um, Come on, how Kyle. How about Mark Messier? No, he would have been uh, like number 27. <laughs> he, he isn't he the second most points ever? <laughs> How is he not on this list? His highest is 129 points. Oh my lord. Hey, let's <laughs> go. Uh, hmm, we gotta go with hmm, Mike Bossy. Yep. He is number oh, nine. Let's go. What the f? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thought that we were really close. Um, how about Yari Curry? Feed number twenty-three. Uh, <laughs> these are all old people because the goalies didn't go down. <laughs> the eighties were a wild time, my friend. <laughs> um, my only eighties knowledge is Bernie Perrant. <laughs> um. Okay, it is getting tough. Um, how about? Marcel Dion. Yep, he is number 14. Yes. With uh, 137 points. To put that in perspective, Yari Curry had 131. So you're close. He didn't make it. 
Um, how about... It's gonna be wrong. Dale Towerchuck. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he would be number 25. Okay. <laughs> You're getting all those really ones. Like, yeah, 20 to 25. Oh. <laughs> You're nailing <Yeah>. it, but <laughs> just a little higher. <laughs> Good call. Okay, let's go Bobby Orr. Yep, number 12. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 139. At 22 years old. Damn. Um. <laughs> oh, Ron Francis? Uh, no. Nope. Okay, cool. No. That's fine. I do not see him here. Nope. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, I gotta go with Gordy Howe. He is not on this list. Oh, darn. That one hurts. It was our um, first miss, I think. Tough loss for me. How about Guy Lafleur? Guy Lafleur is number 16. Is he? Yep. Hey! Nice. Nice. Good job, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, if I if I ask you how many points Lafleur had, would, will you tell me? Sure. He had 136. Oh. So like the basically 15 through 20, they're like all basically one point apart, or even tied. Okay. So Kyle was very close on all of his. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess here. Mm-hmm. Ber- Bernie Nichols. Yep, he was number six. Oh. 150 points. Never would have had that. Um. Oh shit! You know what? I just realized I had a double Curry in here. So Kyle, he is on here. He's number 17. <laughs> okay. Fucked. There you go. Let me get <laughs> Did not notice that. My bad. But you still still your go. <laughs> oh yeah, it's still so good. Um, oh wow. This is uh, this is weird. Um, I feel like Peter Forsberg tore up the league one year. Let's go, Peter Forsberg. Uh, no. No, that's chill. Okay. What about Peter Stasny? Yep. He's number 11. Nice. Alright, Kyle. Um, You almost have to get the rest of them to tie. How about... Oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> How about... It's tough because if I guess too early, they didn't play enough games this season to actually... <laughs> uh, Bobby Hall? He is not here. Wow. 
That's right. They didn't play as many games back in the day, right? Yeah. So it's harder. Um. Oh, I had a name. Struggling here. I can give some sort of hints. Um. Hang on. I had a name that I was. I just lost it though. I had a name. Shit. <laughs> oh. I mean, this guy scored like seventy goals one year. Timo Salani. Yep, he is number nice. nineteen, and that was yeah, okay. his rookie season, seventy six. Yeah. Okay. Who is number eight and ten? <laughs> So yeah, 8th, 10th, 13th, 15th, 18th, 20th. Okay. Yeah, question. Is there any more defensemen? There is one more defenseman. Hmm. Would that defenseman be Paul Coffey? It is Paul Coffey. Oh, that's like half a point towards me. <laughs> Basically set him up there. <laughs> Should have asked when it was your turn. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um. So the rest are forwards, if that wasn't obvious. Wait, wait. <laughs> one of them wasn't a goaltender? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Eric Lindros? No. Uh, I, I knew he wasn't. Sucks. <laughs> Do you guys need hints? I take a hint. So there's what, th uh, five left here? Uh, three of them? We're in the 90s. And no more past 2000. They're all before then. They're all before, so... In the 90s, eh? So three in the 90s. I'll just say it. Three in the 90s, one in the 80s, and one in the 70s. In the 70s. 90s? Who? Three of them there, yep. Mm. Ranging from 1990 to 2000, just so we're clear. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> Did any of them play for Colorado? Oh, shoot. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Maybe this guy did. I'm blanking. <laughs> uh, sorry I'm taking so long. I just am drawing a complete blank right now. Trying to think of good players from the nineties, but oh no, they weren't high scoring teams. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> 
<laughs> Uh, just because I don't know what to say, Beret? no. How about uh, Alex McGilney? No, but he was kind of close. That's cool. That's a good pick. Can we just, um, do you want to like rapid fire at this point? If you want, Yeah. yeah. I think there's, Yeah, you got way more ideas than <laughs> me, Corey. I think there's I'm thinking, um, Moses. Bobby Clark. No. No. I think four I was thinking Canadians. Stan Makita. No Stan. Oh, Four, I'm thinking that too. four Canadians and an American. Daryl Sittler. No. American. Fuck, who's a good American? Madano? Uh... <laughs> no. Jeremy Roenick. No. <laughs> Luke Robitaille? Uh... No. American? Oh, uh, Brett, Brett Hall. No, he would have been 21. Really close. <laughs> One point off of the guy in 20th. Oh. <laughs> well, it's a defenseman, so or There's no, so no there defenseman. is no defenseman. There's no defenseman. There's no defenseman. Okay. Um. <laughs> what do you get, like Jean Beliveau? No. It's really, I don't know when you played. Um. Let me pull up some of these guys here. You know, if you give us the team of So we'll just if you go give one us. by one, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, the guy Let me just. in eighth, uh, Yeah. had 148 points. He played for the Islanders and Sabres. Oh, Trottier? That's the guy in 18th, Oh. but okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> no. no, no, <laughs> uh, starts with an L. Shoot. oh, oh, oh. An L? Yeah, um, He is correct. Lafontaine? It's Lafontaine. Lafontaine, yeah. Assist me. Now we're even. La 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 Fontaine. Hey, Yep. Max, Kucherov didn't make it, right? No. Okay. He had 128. Same with Dreisaitl this year. So they Okay. were only like four points off of this list. So Lafontaine Okay. was the American. He's Canadian. Yeah. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, no, American. Yeah, no, he was the American. Whoops, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me pull up these guys. There's just a few more. Wow, I can't believe McDavid is four. Looking at these names is crazy. Yeah. All right, so next one at 10th. Played for a few teams here, so I'm just going to go in order of when he played for them. Uh, so Detroit, St. Louis, Boston, Washington, Philly, Anaheim, Edmonton. What the hell? <laughs> when he had his best season, which is on this list, it was with Boston in the 90s. It's, well, it's not Ray Bork. Uh, No. uh, and uh, It's not on the Joe ninth. Thornton. <laughs> No. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of a forward on Boston. Played a lot of seasons. What? When he did, had his best season, he was 30 years old. 
kind of got better with age, to be honest. That helps. Kind of like a cereal, his name is. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, no. I'm really drawing a blank on this one. Do you want to just want me to say it? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is. You getting that, Chloe? Nope. Well, what's the first? What's their first name? Oh, okay. Well, Adam. Oats. Yep. Oats. 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 Huh? Totally okay. Existed. Boston. Yeah, 142 points. Wow, that's a lot. 30 years old. <laughs> Wasn't he one of the best passers ever? That's what they say. He did have 97 yeah. assists this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one would say he was pretty good. All right. Uh, next guy here played uh, for. This is the guy that. Where was it here? So the kind of the 80s uh, played. Did play for the North Stars, but Washington, and then back to the North Stars. But he had his best season in Washington. In the eighties. Yes. Uh, no, no. Seventies to eighties. This one's pretty hard. Al I Frady? No. <laughs> no, actually, I think I someone was talking to me about a player that played for Washington in the eighties. Like <laughs> This was literally someone was like asking me who it was last week. I cannot remember the name at all. Initials are DM. Man, uh, Dino something. M. Not Dino. <laughs> no, no, I'm thinking about Dino, whatever, Shirelli or whatever. <laughs> DM, Canadian forward. His first name is Dennis. Uh, Dennis, you're, I don't know. Really, you almost said it. I feel like I heard. Marson, Mason, Marson, Madsen. <laughs> no, it's Dennis Marouk. What? I've never <laughs> heard of that. <laughs> That's crazy. Dennis Marouk. Yep. <laughs> uh, one thing to note as well: he was a minus seven that year when he put up 136 points. <laughs> Just, just <laughs> hanging out of the opponent's blue line all the year. 136 points, 128 oh, penalty You should minutes. have said that he played for the California Seals. I would have gone. Uh, okay, you know, yeah. The Cleveland the Barons. Cleveland Barons. Yeah. <laughs> this all is, right. It was such an odd year. The year before, he had 97 points in 80 games. And then 136 points in 80 games. And then, and then, then down to... to 81 points in 80 games. Mm-hmm. He was a flash in the pan kind of guy. All right. Where are you? That is Dennis Marouk you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Dude. Okay. But he paved the way. Last guy here from Canada. Uh, started his career in the 80s and played all the way to 2006-07. Retired he must have retired actually with the Avs. Did not know that. So he played uh, 21 seasons. Retired with the Avs. I mean, he retired probably after the season, or who knows. 
but his is last team Pierre, was the Avs. Pierre Turgeon? It is Pierre Turgeon. Oh, nice. Played, yeah, Buffalo. Played for a boatload of teams. Best yeah, one of the Islanders. Oh, wow. And that is the list. Wow. What a list. And yeah, pointing out McDavid being fourth, that's why I really was intrigued by this list. I think um, I think the modern day Dennis Marouk is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. What a power play merchant. Yeah, Dennis Marouk is probably a power play merchant. <laughs> Let me For try to two find seasons and then that's it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, flash in the pan, just good for a couple of years. And then if you if you talk to somebody about Ryan Jim Hopkins in, uh, what is it, 30 years, 40 years, people are going to be like, who is that? Dude, that's the 2011 number one overall draft pick you're talking about. <laughs> I guess I guess Marouk didn't go that high. Yeah, come on now. This is the new... That's, I'm trying to find his power play stats for that year. Oof, good luck. I just I don't know if they would have recorded segment, that. <laughs> sometimes the the hockey reference website works so well, sometimes it doesn't. Alright. Let me see if I can find it here, actually. Dude! Similar scores for players. Ryan Eugene Hopkins is 93% accurate. What? Because <laughs> they have like similar, similar like, like statistics, like, but they are, they're like era adjusted. So the most comparable is Andrew Ladd. And then you got Peter Nedved and... Hopkins. Dennis Brook had 57 power play points that year. Okay, not a power play. 76, even strength. Okay. I think that. Anyways, that's the trivia. It's pretty interesting. Oh, the first part was easy, the second part was hard. Yeah, it, they're just so tightly together. They're literally all like one point or even tied. Mm-hmm. So you get, Kyle was very good at getting 20 through 25. <laughs> That's very good at getting twenty five through, through forty five. <laughs> no, that was good though. Thanks, Max. Yeah, Thank you. perfect. So that is our podcast for today. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, our fan question for you all is going to be about the Leafs because you haven't heard enough about them. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be about. And it'll probably be a poll. You can also just give your thoughts about it. We'd love to hear it. Uh, will the Leafs trade one of the core four? Slash, will they blow it up? That's pretty much what we're asking. So we'd love to hear your responses. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening. If you've made it to this point, let us know if you beat anyone or n- named any of the trivia before these guys did. Probably and, all uh, of them before me. Go yeah. On. And we'll uh, <laughs> see you next time. 